Welcome to Learned Lag, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm Amanda. And I'm George. I'm in Zephyr A, and Amanda's in Zephyr B. This is season 27 for me and season 23 for Amanda. And this is day 20 of season 95. Our first question gives us uh, a couple of different pop music acts. Uh, The group that did It's Raining Men and a jazz ensemble that emerged from the Miles Davis groups of the 60s and asks what phenomenon their names had in common. Uh, the duo who made It's Raining Men was the Weather Girls. Yes. I have no idea about the jazz thing. As I always say, I don't know jazz. I don't like jazz. Okay. But I know the Weather Girls. This was their big hit. Mm-hmm. So I said weather. Yeah, I did the same. I'm not even sure I actually read the remainder of the question <laughs> completely through all the way, which is a dangerous practice, um, and I don't recommend it. Um, but the fact that they're... I, I did notice that their um, retrospective set had the na- the word forecast in it. So I thought, you know, I was almost certain about uh, the Weather Girls being the ones who recorded It's Raining Men. Mm-hmm. And so I figured the forecast reference in this other group must refer to weather as well. Sure. So that's what I put down. And that was correct. Question two tells us what a chord is. Uh, we're talking about a line in a circle and asks what a line that continues out past the circle to infinity is called. First, I just have to make fun of myself and that I did initially read this as chord <laughs> because, because it's in quotes. Like it's, you know, sounds like it's supposed to be different than the usual thing. Anyway, um, that's probably the best. The highlight of my day is that hilarious moment. Anyway, I put down sector because that's all I could think mm. of. I... Um, this is one of those math terms that I have not committed to memory. Um, I'm sure I learned about it in high school, if not college, but nah, I put down sector. Yeah. I don't even know whether I did because I, uh, I, I can't think of why it would be this. And I, I don't understand, uh, cause I know, oh, I'll just say, I didn't know it. I thought, well, maybe intersector. Oh. Uh, just because, I mean, honestly, when I first read the question, I was like, well, it's a line. That's what happens when you, yeah. <laughs> when you continue a straight line segment into, into infinity, it's known as a line. Yeah. Um, but no, other than that, yeah, I just couldn't, couldn't think of anything. So I said intersector. Uh, the correct answer was secant. Yeah. Which, which I guess I take their word for. Yeah. I know that <clears throat> all those sine wave type functions mm. have a relationship with the circle and, mm. you know, different uh, yeah, you know, points what, on it or whatever. So yeah. that must be what that's uh, dealing with. But, yeah, yeah had I guess, no idea. Because, you know, I mean, I, I know that tangent is also a trigonometric function uh-huh. as a sine and cosine. Sure. I just didn't make the connection that secant could be one of them as well. Right. Uh, and that it would be this because I, mean, I feel like when you're talking about lines that intersect or deal with circles you've got tangent that intersects with a circle at exactly one point and you've got diameter that intersects with a circle at exactly two points and is precisely in the middle mm-hmm. and then apparently secant is like any other line like i feel like you're not defining i, I don't know how that <clears throat> works that you can get like you can obtain a value <laughs> of that because it's just any other line other than these two possibilities i guess uh, yeah it must be something about 
defining that function, I yeah, guess. I can't imagine. Oh, well. Yeah. Question three asks us about, uh, essentially, who is the namesake of the Red Bow brand of foods that is now uh, a different brand and uh, uh, in the modern day and asks us for either that or the food product that it represents? So I figured this was probably Orville Redenbacher as I read through it, uh, just because I, I, you know, as soon as I read you know, named after themselves and then changed to refer to just one of the men. So I was like, okay, so it's something red or something bow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I kept going by whose name the market leading product is still well known. And then, oh, it's a snack. And the other is a person responsible for that. So yeah, this is Orville Redenbacher. It's got to be the snack is popcorn. So <laughs> just to be... To, to, to answer the safest version of that, I said popcorn. So this one did not land for me at all. Um, I got very stuck on the fact of it being a high-end gourmet brand of a particular thing, which I don't think of popcorn as having that. You know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I, I, I wasn't alive in the 60s to witness it if it did. <laughs> yeah. Um, and if the name was changed in the 70s, I was too young to remember that as well. Um, and so this one struck me as a question about Chef Boyardee, because I figured the bow part was perhaps in reference to Boyardee. Um, and mm. I thought that was a plausible, I thought it was plausible that there would be like uh, a pasta based kind of thing that was more high end or gourmet. Uh, I couldn't get my brain away from that or didn't really even try to. I just kind of tried to fit my reasoning into the question, which did not entirely work. Um, And I just figured, okay, that, you know, he must have started out in Indiana or something like that. Um, And why wouldn't ravioli be a state snack? I don't know. Um, So I put down Chef Boyardee and, yeah, I just kind of whiffed this one too. Oof. It was popcorn or Orville Redenbacher. Mm Mm-hmm. Question four tells us there was a confederacy of five Iroquoian native groups known to themselves as the Wendat, but was referred by, to by French explorers by a different name, which is also a body of water nearby their uh, native area. Right. Uh, and so the, it notes that these are also the Wyandot. Uh, they sometimes go by that. Um, and there is a city very near us called Wyandot that's you know, indicative of how they, they lived in the very area that we are living in. Um, but I didn't know specifically which body of water to go with. I assumed it was one of the Great Lakes. I kind of figured Erie was the least likely, so I kind of uh, put that to the side. And I thought about Huron, but I really was persuaded by people of the peninsula being the state of Michigan, you know, the, the lower peninsula, and thought that it would be uh, Michigan itself because, you know, the the body of water in that Confederacy's native region, um, I just figured it was all trying to point to Michigan, mm-hmm. the peninsula, and the lake. Sure. Because um, I don't know the range of how far uh, throughout Michigan the Wyandotte people lived. Mm-hmm. Um and I didn't really have a good reason to tip it towards a, a different body of water. So I put down Michigan. Reasonable. 
Uh, for those of you who don't live here, the I think it's the state motto is if you seek a pleasant peninsula, look around you. Yes. Like that. Yeah, like you, like I never really thought of it until I moved here, but yeah, Michigan is two peninsulas. Yep. Like, oh yeah, that makes um kind so, of yeah, more that's... than that, even if you think about it. Like the thumb is kind of its own peninsula. Yeah, true. Yeah, so. Two two and one subordinate peninsulas. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I kind of went the same way, and I I thought about this question for a while, trying to think of bodies of water uh, in you know in peninsular areas that the French were around, um, and just kind of you know looking for uh, possibilities like up in the Quebec area or you know uh, kind of in the Maine area, and then came over this and then. Read the question once again and realized, oh, Wyandotte, that's right here. That's mm-hmm. like a, a town or a city or whatever in Michigan. Yeah. That's actually a place. So it must be in Michigan. Okay. So what bodies of water are there in Michigan? And I briefly tried to think of rivers and lakes and such and then thought, oh, no, it's all the ones around it. Okay. So it's not superior. Might be Michigan. Might be Ontario. No, I feel like that's a different thing. Uh, is it Erie? No, I feel like that's a tribe. Like, I feel like the, the Erie oh. people are a single tribe, so it's not that. So there's Huron. Okay, so is it Huron or Michigan? I don't know what either of those words means <laughs> now that I think about it. But then I figure, okay, <coughs> excuse me. If it's the French, it's going to be the one that sounds more French, and that's Huron. Is it? Okay. Yeah, I mean, Huron versus Michigan. Yeah, I can <laughs> I can kind of see the Maurice Chevalier hawing his way more through <laughs> Huron than Michigan. So I'm going to go with Huron. That was the correct answer. Hmm. Well done. Question five gives us the names <coughs> of five women and asks essentially what profession of theirs or... Mm-hmm. A professional characteristic, I guess, mm-hmm. is in the title of a premium cable series from 1999. Uh, so my first thought is Mad Men? No, that's not right. Uh, <laughs> that was later I figured this in. Okay, so January 1999. TV. What was I watching in January 1999 on TV? I wasn't watching anything in January 1999 on TV because I lived in Germany and I didn't speak enough German to watch television. So I was pretty much just watching movies, and I had a friend who sent me Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but I knew it wasn't that. I knew they were not vampire slayers. Uh, And then I remembered, oh yeah, there was this one show that I discovered because it came out on VHS, and they had it at the video store, and I worked my way through it over the course of like a week or two, just renting each one, uh, you know, each tape that had like two or three episodes on it at a time, and it was The Sopranos. Was that January 1999? Well, it would have been after that, because that was my second stint in... That was my second place that I was in Germany. I quite remember that video store in particular, and that was after 2000. But it would have taken like a year for that to come out on on videotape. So, yeah, that makes sense. Are these women all Sopranos? Oh, probably. That makes sense. Lily Pons, I feel like I've heard of as a singer of some kind. So, sure. Uh, yeah, we'll go with, they're all Sopranos. So this one I am annoyed with, um, probably unjustifiably, but I'm still annoyed that I really assumed 
that the TV series in question was about these women. Oh, okay. And I kind of feel like the question could have made it a little more clear. But I, you know, that's probably mostly sour grapes. Um, so I kept racking my brains to think, what was a premium cable TV series that premiered in this era? Like I could picture, you know, this is, I was living in the D.C. Uh, area this was a little bit before I got married, so I was probably caught up in wedding planning. I didn't have premium cable, so it, you know, it was just all these factors that wouldn't, you know, catch for me. Like, I um, the, I didn't recognize, recognize the names on their face, although I thought they all sound sort of European, you know, and, and in a way, like, when you see someone who spells their name with the umlauts over it, you that's generally not an American affecting that. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, you know, someone who's genuinely from, you know, a, a Nordic or Germanic kind of country. Uh, similarly with a name like Birgit Nielsen, I know very few Birgits as far as uh, Americans go. And I also had a vague sense that Lily Pons was someone I would recognize, like I, or mm -hmm. th that the name sounded familiar. Um, and so I thought, well, what, you know, trying to make these two things fit together. What TV show could all of these women have been on? Or what is a profession that would be in the title of a TV show that they'd be on? Um, and it was a really dicey proposition to consider just because this was kind of before um, TV and movies and, and, you know, mass entertainment took women that seriously in their own right as subjects of mm -hmm. um, these types of shows. Um, which is to say, it's not going to be like um, insecure. It's not going to be something that is focusing on, you know, women's lives and kind of giving a fully rounded portrayal of them or something like that. So I had to fight off the instincts to assume this was like some HBO show about sex workers or something like that. Like the, it, I was so annoyed because I didn't want to pick something that was a stereotypical profession that would have been just gross basically. Um, and so I ended up going with models after going through all kinds of like, you know, scientists, nurses, um, just things that are associated, you know, that could be associated with women, but a lot of them, you know, I dismissed because either they're, you know, some sexist, you know, they, they'd be describing a show that was sort of, mm -hmm. kind of leering or exploitative or whatever, sure. or, you know, sort of um, TV shows weren't there yet that were just like devoted to women doctors, let's say. It, like it didn't, you know, that, that wouldn't um, make sense for the time frame to me. Um, so I ended up going with models because I thought maybe this was a, a show about aspiring models or something that, you know, I was kind of picturing a reality TV type of thing. Mm -hmm. This is a much too long explanation of why I put down the wrong answer that was models. But it was Sopranos. And I remain annoyed. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Lily Pons was, in fact, an opera singer uh, who performed within our lifetime, if mm -hmm. barely. She she retired in uh, the mid-70s. Okay. Uh, and uh, I, I looked her up. I'm trying to look up, 
you know, one thing from each question each day to just kind of learn more. Mm-hmm. And I looked her up on Wikipedia and she donated her pet ocelot to the New York, uh, one of the New York public zoos oh. uh, because she could no longer keep it in her apartment. Well, yes. Because it snarled at the other people who lived in the building. It's frowned upon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, where's the pity? Yeah. Question six uh, gives us eight once and current members of a superhero team mm-hmm. and asks us what team that is. So this is uh, another instance where, you know, the combination of being of a certain generation mm-hmm. plus having a child mm-hmm. whose TV tastes um, are just overriding, <laughs> you know, um, any of my ability to not get this question right. Um, you know, the, the current iteration of... Um, one of our kiddos' favorite shows, uh, Teen Titans Go, has Cyborg, Starfire, Raven, Beast Boy, and Robin on it. Yep. Um, and certainly I would have recognized Kid Flash, Aqualad, Wonder mm-hmm. Girl mm-hmm. from the comic books yep. um, of my youth as well. Um, maybe not quite, you know, if it was just those three by themselves, independent of these other references, you know, that would have been a little bit of a, a tougher pull for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that, for example, Superboy was also in some iteration of this, I want to say. Um, so Maybe, I don't know. I've, I've read the comics. Okay. So he was, he was more with the Legion of Superheroes back in the day. but And also, I think there was like a future iteration mm-hmm. of Teen Titans that okay. he got like time traveled to or something. Okay. Sure. Some weird thing like that. Um, it wasn't a thing that I followed very much, but mm-hmm. it was in some crossover probably. Probably a Wonder Woman crossover because Wonder Girl was mm-hmm. uh, in kind of in among that too. Anyway, this is the Teen Titans, yep. um, and I was a thousand percent sure of it, especially based on the last four hero names. Yeah, I I, I think I probably could have gotten this with any two of these eight mm-hmm. names, certainly with the the current ones. Right. Uh, yeah, the I think one one of the earliest uh, comic stories I remember was. Uh, the uh, Wolfman and Perez iteration of the Teen Titans mm-hmm. with the Terra arc okay. uh, where she joined and betrayed the Titans ah. uh, on behalf of uh, the guy whose name I'm now completely blanking on that Deadpool ripped off. Oh. Slade Wilson. Okay. The, what was it? The Terminator. Terminator? Slade the Terminator? Eh, no. Anyway. Yeah, that one. I just, I, I remember that whole uh, that mm-hmm. whole series from back in the early 80s. And right. So, yeah, this was Teen Titans. Yeah, and now that you mention it, mm-hmm. part of the Teen Titans that I remember was, I think, a Perez um, one about Hive. Mm-hmm. I think that yeah, was they were the big on, HIVE. Yeah. Um, and that has made some... There's There's been references to that in Teen Titans Go well, as yeah, well. They have, um, they're they really have, good at exploiting that whole backstory. Yeah, they pulled canon. from the entire backstory. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, actually, I will say pretty much all of the DC animated shows for kids that we've watched, like DC Superhero yeah. Girls, yeah. does a nice job of that. And there's a little bit of crossover with them in Teen Titans. Mm-hmm. Um, and and yeah, they all they all have very amusing references, which I'm certain go over the little kids' heads mm-hmm. utterly. Yep. Um, but it's it's another instance of um, helping us grown ups tolerate, you know the uh 
constant playing of them on repeat. <laughs> so that was the correct answer, of course. Yep. That left me two on the day, and I'll die mad about it. Fair. So I have five. I uh, I well was, done. I was really, really surprised when you and several of our friends uh, gave their uh, gave their numbers. Mm. Uh, and the uh, the person I'm up against in the private rundle today uh, DM'd me and said, mm -hmm. "Hey, I saw that you already submitted. Uh, so did I. Do you want to compare scores? You mm -hmm. know, here's here's how I did." And I was surprised that they only got three. Oh, okay. Uh, they defended against me perfectly. Mm -hmm. They they absolutely knew uh, that I did not know uh, number two, whichever one. I already I already forgot it. <laughs> That's how. That was the uh, secant one. Secant, yeah, mm -hmm. math. Yep. Yeah, if it's a math term, just throw the three right on there because, <laughs> wow. Ugh. But, uh, yeah, they only got three, so I uh, I ended up winning that one. Though they also, I think they also said Michigan. Mm -hmm. uh, and I threed that one because they're from, like, Houston. Ah, okay, they sure. Were, they, uh, they were close, so okay. I'm math. But, mm-hmm. So um, I got I got one one win on the day, so that's nice. That's always nice. Got yeah, that going for me. <laughs> well, I guess that's it for today then, and tune in tomorrow for more post game analysis. And remember, don't forfeit. Don't cheat.